0: (音楽) opa gundam style welcome to well cool robot it's a gundam rewatch watch along podcast i forgot i don't know it's only been like six days since we last recorded this so it shouldn't be that foggy in my mind but anyways i'm sarah And I'm joined by, well, I, God, okay. I'm Sarah, I use she, her pronouns, and I am joined, as always, by Max.
1: Hi, I'm Max. I use he, him pronouns. We're doing great.
0: We're doing, we're doing, you know what? I was up to, I was up till 5 a.m. last night, you know?
1: Were you just chilling?
0: Uh, no, I was, I was, I was hanging out. Oh, yeah. You know, you know. I
1: don't think I, like, have the physical capability to stay up that late anymore.
0: I didn't think that I did. Like, I don't know what happened to me. Like I was like not even really that tired. Like I was I was hanging out at a friend's house and I just like I had to wait. I you know I had just gotten a little bit too too tip. Uh, well I don't know why I'm saying tipsy. Like I'm talking to my mom about this. I got too stoned and I had to wait to get sober enough to drive home. Um uh-huh. and uh normally when normally when this happens at my friend like I will often be like falling asleep just trying to make it to the point where I feel like good to like you know a re a you know a a, res- a um a responsible. Sobriety, my, you know, amount of time has passed You know, get myself to a good level And normally yeah. at that point it's like I'm passing out I'm, pa- I'm like on I'm like falling asleep on her couch At like 1.30am 1, 1, 1 Like trying to get through an episode of Jojo That she is wide awake uh-huh. for Because her sleep schedule is way worse than mine But last night I was like, yeah, it's 3.30, 4, whatever Who gives a shit, I'm good to go home And then as soon as my body hit the mattress I don't remember anything else
1: Yeah, the, the, a black fog enveloped you <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly uh, so I hear you, uh, you're, you're big, you're big manga boy now. You're on to the, the next, the next show, the next I, manga.
1: God, I'm, I'm, I'm reading at an unsustainable pace. At this point, since I begun my manga adventure of just downloading the Shonen Jump app and like using my Google survey credits to pay for it, cause it's like a mere $2 a month. Mm-hmm. I've read all of One Piece, Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dual Monster, Yu-Gi-Oh, Millennium World, Yu-Gi-Oh, R, Yu-Gi-Oh, GX, um... I've read fucking uh Doctor Stone. Uh I got caught up on Chainsaw Man. I read um something else. Uh oh, Demon Slayer, and I'm currently in Jujutsu Kaisen. They're calling me manga Max.
0: They're calling <laughs> Damn, Wow Cool manga. Next up, next show on the next show on the network.
1: Yeah, I mean Gundam has a lot of manga. That's the yeah, thing. I, really... I, I know that there's many Gundam podcasts out there. I know that a good amount of them talk about like the Gundam manga, because it's just like I'm focused on like the mainline Gundam series. M- much love to Great Gundam Project and Mobile Suit Breakdown for talking about like the SD Gundam shows. Couldn't be me. I'm. I'm. It's the main things for me.
0: Yeah. Um. The Jutsu Kaisen story I have is not really that funny, but I mentioned it. I wanted to bring it up. Yeah. Which is that. Um. I was at some point during my reading of that. They like. They just, like, eroded a bunch of the text to be, like, instead of, like, a direct translation of what it would be in Japanese, just, like, or, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A, uh, phonetic spelling, I guess? I'm not, I, uh, translate
1: A transliteration, I guess?
0: I guess so, yeah, but, like, instead of, like... So, the the big thing is that, um, so when I started reading it, Black Flash was referred to as Kokusen, which is just how they, you know, how it's said in Japanese, that's the kanji. Yeah, it's like how
1: One Piece calls the Red Scabbers the Akazaya. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, at some point, in the middle of me reading that, uh, Shonen Jump changed, like, their translation guideline, I guess, because all the instances of, all instances of Kokusen became Black Flash, I was like, oh shit, where did this new move come from? And it looks so much (laughs) like, it looks so much like Kokusen, too. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, Black Flash just Kokosend, but you can you can do it on command. It's easy now, actually. Yeah, just, just,
0: just call that shit out.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you, you you Babe Ruth in.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's what Kurosaki should do every time she's about to hit someone with the with the resin. She like she like puts the hammer fucking straight at the like point. Points it straight between yeah. her eyes, just like bonk bonk. Oh,
1: <laughs> I like it. Fucking good manga hey good podcast you do about it by yeah, the way th-
0: thank you um let me know i would love to talk more about where the manga is currently with you right now as someone who is like because most of the people that i know very i don't know very i do not know very many people who are like any okay everyone i talk to about the manga is pe are people who like got caught up maybe a year or so ago so they've been like yeah. watching they've been like reading it as it goes and i'm very curious what this what the current stuff will feel like to you a new guy coming in at it yeah, just like I'm... getting through it all at once
1: I'm eager to get through At this rate, I'll be there in, like, three days, so you don't have to wait yeah, long. Yeah, <laughs> fucking,
0: listen, when you get to chapter 126, just, you, you, can talk, you can talk to me.
1: Yeah, I had to text my sister, because she's also a scholar, and I'm like, hey, Maddie, when should I read the, the the prologue stuff? And I'm, like, basically at the point where I should read it, according to her, so. It's looking good.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Th- hey, it's Gundam, so Gundam, Sarah. So
0: Gundam, uh, Gundam, Gundam moment. <laughs> Gundam, yeah, Gundam moment.
1: <laughs> I think we got caught this week.
0: We we got we had a little bit got Uh nothing bad happened though. No, it's only good things.
1: <laughs> I'm smiling. Um, I'm smiling through it all.
0: I have to say that like every time I come into one of these episodes and you're like, oh you're getting get ready for a really regular episode, I'm expecting like calamity. Like I am expecting like a fucking just like, I don't know, fucking arbitrary explosion in the repair bay of Tekadon leaves twelve wounded, sixteen dead. And like no. I guess like I'm always just like I don't want to sound like I'm emotion- not emotionally affected by the story that was being told this week, but I'm, all- I'm always coming out of it. i have always coming out the other end. And I was just like, "Oh, I guess the this- whatever I made up in my head is way worse than what happened."
1: Well, I mean, next week we are going to talk about the finale of the show, so make sure you've never seen already.
0: Nothing, ba- <laughs> nothing bad will happen. Nothing uh,
1: bad will happen.
0: It's there's there's four episodes left to this show. It's weird. I- <laughs> get, to- get-, get ready
1: for next week's episode. We made it through
0: Smiley Face. <laughs> Yay, Lactor is here! Yay!
1: <laughs> uh, well, let's, uh, I say we get into it, because these are some good ones. I can't I like wait, them. I
0: cannot wait for the start of the next episode, where, where McGillis is summarily executed, and everyone on Tekkodon just goes, Oh shucks, I guess we'll just go back home to Mars, and they just go on and live their silly little lives with the farm. Yeah. yeah. Nothing bad happens to the characters that I love. Very nice.
1: Yay. Yep. <laughs> the golden ending.
0: Yep. Nothing, nothing bad will happen. Every time you post Atra, because every time I say sitting down for normal episodes, you post Atra, and I'm like, oh, fuck, does Atra die this week? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm
1: not I'm not dangling an Atra-shaped carrot in front of you. It's just we have two IBO-related emotes.
0: <laughs> right, it's that and Kudelia.
1: <laughs> yeah, both are making, like, the same face pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's either, like, surprise or consternation.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, I, I apologize. I feel like my, my summaries are a little bit scuffed this week, but let's see what I got. I feel like I've said that like three or four times over the course of this, you know, run of IBO, but you know, what, 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 what can you do? What can you do? Yeah. Episode 44. <laughs> the Man Who Holds the Soul. Rustle, decla- Rustle declares his resistance to Magillus' attempt to at take over of Gallerhorn, and after Megillus finds that his would-be allies in the Seven Stars are more rep- are more receptive to air. To the Aryan Rod's counter-propaganda than he expected, he has to turn to Tekadon to help him fight Rustle's fleet. Almeria, heartbroken that her adult man-husband, simply married her for power, attempts to kill Megillus, and then herself, which Megillus stops. Atra confers with Kedelia, and they lament that they weren't able to hold Mikazuki down, but after they talk about their feelings uh, for him and all of Tekadon, Atra weepily confesses her feelings to Mikazuki. Yeah,
1: wouldn't it have been funny if... If Almiri uh, did kill McGillis.
0: God, that would have been really good is the thing.
1: <laughs> she instead of holding a little dagger, she just pulls out a fucking nine mil.
0: Yeah, just <laughs> like 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 he keeps on his sling. Yeah. Almiri <laughs> with the hammer. Bah,
1: bah. <laughs> oh, that's the good ending.
0: Oh, I want McGillis to die.
1: Yeah, and so does Rustle. cause as this one starts out, it's really fucking funny. Cause you know, this the last one I'm ended. McGillis is on the radio telling the world that he's cool because he has bile now, even though no one really cares. Um... And Rustle talks about all of McGillis's crimes and all of his schemes and whatnot, the, the and I'm b- just like, I don't know. Rustle might be onto something for trying, like, coming down on on uh, on McGillis for having a child bride.
0: The, the 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 entire way McGillis is like expecting the Seven Stars to fall in line with him because of tradition or whatever is so extremely liberal, which is very funny to me. It's like, it, really? No, that's the. This is the rules. You guys have to do this. Yeah, it, it's like, it's like his his uh, actions his actions are not liberal. Like that, what his what he desires to do are not liberal. But like the way that he reacts to other people being like that's a dumb fucking other politicians being like that's a dumb fucking rule is really liberal.
1: It, it's like it's like he expects the rest of Gallarhorn to act in that lib way of like ah oh, he well he, he's he's using the proper channel. Well, nothing can do, Mister
0: Mister McGillis, sir, Doctor McGillis, uh, your your Honor McGillis, Doctor McGillis, sir, Senior Doctor McGillis Esquire, <laughs> <my>, please, sir. <laughs> Please, sir, please. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the episode opens with Leo announces that he will beat the traitor, which is a Jesus moment. Um, Well, not a Jesus (laughs) moment. Jesus didn't beat the traitor. (laughs) They beat Jesus. The traitor made it so they beat Jesus. That's right. (laughs) Anyways. Jesus.
1: We we get... uh, There's like some... Kind of concern from um Tekadon yeah. and some of the revolutionary guys over like, uh, hey, doesn't seem like everyone's immediately kowtowing to McGillis. Are we good? And and Lizer Manelli's like, yeah, we're still great, we're still doing A-OK plan. <laughs> yeah. still in action. Everyone's
0: gotta bend they have to bend to the rules. If they don't obey the rules, that's our uh, the 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 fucking the thing. What does that say about society? Exactly.
1: <laughs> They're not um, upholding
0: the values.
1: Yeah. So uh, McGillis explains to Mika about his like big boy A V system. And it's like the same thing you talked about last episode, where it's just like, yeah, I used um, Gaileo and Aion as experiments to, like, learn how to do this to myself without having the nanomachines, like, kill me, because I'm not a little teen boy. Because um, Bale can only be controlled by AV. Like, the Gundams are only able... Actually, that's not even fucking true, because Gaileo doesn't. Gaileo's Camaras was regular. I guess Bale can only be controlled by an AV since they never, like, upgraded it from the war. They just, like, dumped it in its pool and, like, kept it there for 300 years. Mm-hmm. Um... McGill says some weird shit. He's in a meeting next with the seven stars. Well, it's like the three stars, because literally the only guys who are still there are, like, the brown-haired guy and, like, the fucking ancient Street Fighter character-looking right,
0: guy. Right, yeah, that that motherfucker.
1: Yeah, and he's like, I was chosen by Agni Gakairu's soul. Therefore, I am the de facto leader, since no one else has succeeded in piloting it. And it's like, I mean... Is the bar so low that all you have to do is turn the computer on, and then you're like, "Oh shit, this this guy knows what's up. Yeah, we gotta right? put him as king." <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> um, it, it's just very, it's just very funny the way that he is just like, "This is the way the world works. Everything follows this exact set of rules," which is like,
1: it's just, it's in such a funny contrast to, and it's obviously, um, it's a uh, uh, intentionally in contrast. To how, like, duplicitous he's been to this point, where as soon as he's, like, certain in his own mind that, like, as long as it's the rules that he thinks he follows, then everyone's going to follow suit, even though he wouldn't. It's just very funny that, like, that immediately bites him in the ass as soon as he thinks he's, like, in the clear, pretty much. Right, he's
0: like, ah, I've won. There definitely are not six more episodes of the show left after. (laughs)
1: There definitely isn't an episode of this show just simply called McGillis Fareed.
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, uh, it's that's, good. That's gonna be that's gonna be gorgeous. I cannot wait for that one.
1: It might be the best episode of the show. It's hard to say.
0: Ooh. Um.
1: So. Uh. But Bodwin Senior comes in. He's still pissed as hell. I don't know why. Like, cause the whole time, like he was when he was yelling at him last episode too. He was like being detained by Galton right. guards.
0: <laughs> he just See? he's he's like the fucking he's the. Oh shit! Yeah. Baldwin, put the team on my back. The hardest hitting. The hardest hitting. Grandpa in the league yeah, he
1: just drags these guys around. They can't stop him from going Lord. in any room
0: he wants Please to. Stop Please stop playing! stop for my grandpa. He's too strong. He's too strong. <laughs> Every day, Almeria wakes up and prays for Grandpa, and then she goes to bed and prays for Grandpa.
1: Yeah, he's he's pissed. It's the same. It's like it's just back and forth. The first five episodes of, of bleh. The first five minutes of the episode, the exact same thing. People are getting mad at McGillis. McGillis is like, ah, but have you considered I have gun to bile? Uh, End of discussion. Uh, He he yells at McGillis. He's like, is it true that you're just using marriage with my daughter or granddaughter or whoever as, like, political clout? And he's like, he just brushes him off. He doesn't even, like respond to that he's just as like ah oh, I have bio none of these trivial accusations matter anymore
0: right they can't <laughs> I have the super extra special shield that makes it so that you can't arrest me
1: yeah <laughs> it's just Calvin ball with this it fucking is, guy it is it is <laughs> uh, and he, he declares Gallarhorn's first mission is going to be to take out Rustle uh, so that's a you know that's great set your set your target to the stars make the yeah. biggest target possible
0: yeah, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta shoot. Sometimes you gotta shoot.
1: Uh, we get a quick little scene of Galileo taking Vidar back to the Aryan Rod Fleet. Uh, we learn it's gonna be converted because, like, the whole Vadar getup was temporary. You know, it's not the Gundam armor, right? His like, his they're... his
0: his costume design updated, so his his uh, Mac needs to be updated too. You no, know, it's... he got
1: he got a legendary in a loot box. We so has to apply that real quick. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. <laughs> um. Uh Eok uh, uh, Eok yeah Eok is here he's like oh I apologize I'm so sorry and Russell's like you are fucking you're fucking dumb as hell you are stupid <laughs> but people like you for some reason, so whatever um they I mean, talk you- about they talk about McGillis a little bit and like Rustle does like again, this is just very lip <laughs> again, very lib brain of like actually what McGillis is doing is not the American way. If he wanted to respect America and the United States, he should have denied the Agnica he should have denied Agnica Kairu, actually.
1: Yeah, it's it's it like he talks about legend and history and he's like, McGillis is relying on legend, but we rely on history. We're better.
0: Right. Um, <laughs> it's, it's epic atheists saying, yes, Jesus was a person. No, he did not turn water into wine. God, yeah,
1: fucking, <laughs> truly. Um, oh, you.
0: Yeah. D- <laughs> Russell putting the Bible in the fiction section uh, back uh, in Big Blue.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> it's in the fucking dust drawer of every seven stars.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: you, you said it was for another reason. Um, You might have just missed it. The reason Eoch is so important because of his father. It's just like literally all Gallaghorn is just nepotism. Like, right, 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 right. Yeah. Really cool. And then yeah. that's why they're cool. Yeah. Even if their father's not out of the picture, because like Guylio's running around even though his dad is just there. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Then we get a bad scene. Um. Well, it's almost a good scene. Uh, it's McGillis and Almeria because he goes because Almeria obviously heard you know Russell's
0: accusation. I fucking wish Almeria was in a better show or not. Not I, a better show. I wish Almeria was in a show that wouldn't do this to her.
1: I-, I wish Almeria could exist without McGillis having to be tied to her yes, the
0: o- Yeah, that's that's the only thing she exists for, and it's just like this is like, I guess, the apex of what they were going for with this, and like I guess it's I don't even want to give this shit an inch but like, it I guess it kind of makes a little bit of sense, but again, it's just a completely flubbed, ex- a completely botched execution.
1: Oh, yeah and you could do like, I feel like a broken record saying that you could change so little to end up changing so much about the show but like they don't need to be married like mcgillis could because remember mcgillis was taken in by bodwin's father like and he's was, effectively yeah. part of that family so like it could be like her brother effectively killing her other her real brother biological brother leaving him for dead and then trying to take over and saying no i'll protect you like you could still have this emotional climax without him also being her fucking husband
0: right yeah it's uh it just, like, Almeria does not get to exist in any context other than McGillis.
1: Yeah, it's it's a fucking shame. Because she's cool, like, she's fun. She has a cool design, for like fun character. Like,
0: kid, like kid, characters of that age, I think, are hard to do decently in in anime. And I, th- I like Almeria, it's just that all of her subject matter is... Ugh.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, and what's nice about that, too, is, like it's not like her age matters that much in this show specifically. Cause the whole thing is like child soldier. So like, she could have been this really good sort of like f- reverse on like an eight year old in Gundam. Who's not like being trained to kill, but no, she, instead she's just like a child bride.
0: Great. Right. Like this, this, this is me. This is me like fully rewriting the show. I think not fully rewriting, but like, uh huh. this, there. this could have been like some, like, I, I don't know. I think Almeria could have been just like, yeah, like you said, like a good parallel to these child, these child soldiers that have been like, just like, you know, this is war is all they have known. Like they could have, I mean, granted the age is a little bit off, but not by that much. I think she could have just been like a more direct parallel to Mika. And yeah. it, it's just a, a real, real way, a real waste of space here. I think a, a miss, a real misallocation of what yeah. Almeria could have done.
1: No, absolutely. It's it's the bummer. Uh, the scene starts out like she's holding. It's supposed to be a a dagger. It's like a letter opener, basically. Yeah. Um, and she's like threatening to stab herself and McGillis, or, or, or she's threatening to kill him. Yeah. And he's like, "All right, go ahead. Your life is more precious than mine." And he's like, "I love you," and I'm like, "No, you don't." Uh, and like she can't stab him because she f- thinks that she loves him too. And also, and she'd she's rather like, kill she's also like eight. Yeah, she's been fucking manipulated her whole life. This shit sucks. Uh, She, like, turns the dagger on herself, and she'd, like, rather kill herself. And, like, you know, the screen goes black, and you hear, like, a goosh noise. And when, like, the screen comes back in, like, McGillis used the palm of his hand to, like, stick through the blade and stop it from hitting her throat.
0: In a a vacuum, in a better series, I love the... In in a series that handles this better, that does this better, Uh I love this scene. This scene fucking rules in a better series and it's just yeah. really it's just really frustrating because the context in which it is happening just sours so much of it like this is this is even jumping back to like, like the first time almeria shows up i know we talk about it a lot but like that scene of like mcgillis Meg- like just treating her like a woman when she's just like at the debutante ball and being like oh all these other older women breasting boobily everywhere and i'm just a fucking little baby kid I'm small potatoes i'm small potatoes i'm not important.
1: Yeah, it's just like the fact that it's gone from that to this is a damn shame, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. Um, but he fucking he blocks the knife. Um, he, you know, he says some shit that we'll be happy together after all this. Now, Mary is just like beyond freaked out. Like she's like, he doesn't make sense. He's crazy. But I'm crazy too because I still love him. And he just kind of like walks off, like just holding the knife. Like, stabbed through his hands yeah. as, like, Yseruki comes to <laughs> he
0: retreat. Gra- He's firmly grasped it.
1: Yeah, un- unfortunately, McGillis, you have not failed... You have failed to to reach the bar of importance of the scene of Dennis Reynolds getting his hand stabbed by the fucking dartboard in that one episode of Zoe Sunny. You failed. <laughs>
0: uh, um, so, yeah, ma- um... Atra brings word to uh, I, we cut to we cut to the um, East Arabian. Atra's is bringing word that Mika is back, and Eugene's like, uh, "Things seem pretty bad, actually." Magulus is on the horn. Uh, he's on Skype and says, "Hey Tekadon, you're gonna fight Aerie and Rod with me." Uh, the other seven stars have decided on neutrality. They're and <laughs> yeah, they're just like, "Well, we're not gonna defy Bile, but we're just not getting involved."
1: Yeah, they're pulling a switch on, on us. Sorry, you we have to fight like a, a force that's twice as powerful as we are. Good luck, though.
0: Yep. Come on, you you promised. Come on, come on, stray dogs, help me.
1: Yeah, uh, we we get like a quick little scene of Tekadon has they have their own dines leaf and they're like kind of preparing it for use for floweros, kind of a kind of a Chekhov spear, if you will. Um, oh yeah, and they also. Everyone is just constantly talking about this is going to be the final conflict. I'm just looking at the episode number and nodding.
0: Yeah, me, all, me as well. Thanks.
1: The the final battle. Oh, you would say that. You would say that on episode 44. Okay. <laughs> you say so. Just like that. Um,
0: it's, it's just like them looking down at the at at the episode. Yeah. Like, just like oh, this will be the final battle, and just like stare at the bottom of the screen where the episode number is listed.
1: Yeah. Um, we get a nice little scene next of Meribit and Dexter, a rare Dexter. Dexter
0: calculator.
1: Dexter calculator, our beloved. He's he's uh, he just
0: got done filming his part in the music video for House every weekend.
1: Yes, <laughs> he's got those moves. He is good with the sauce.
0: Yes. Um. If God, I was talking about this with you the other day after like I reblogged some some post. Uh, yeah, referencing Dexter, which is that like if I could do this season over again, the one thing I would do is just like glom onto Dexter and talk about him every episode.
1: Yeah, I mean, just, we got to have, like, a Dexter watch. Dexter, d- d- dexter watch. Dexter watch. Uh, this scene such is really no- quite... Such
0: a nothing character, but it's I fun. know,
1: that's the best, but his is Dexter Calculator, so you gotta his love
0: it. is Dexter Calculator, you gotta!
1: Uh, this scene is, like, really quite nice, though. Uh, Maribit and Dexter are talking, and, like, they're talking, they kind of, like, ask each other why they're both still at Tekadon, and Dexter is, like well, like, I saw them being abused at CGS, I couldn't do anything, so even though I was roped into this, like, the least he can do is, like, help them see it through, because now he actually, like, you know, has a chance to make good and and help the kids out, and it's like, that's a good enough reason. Um, and Maribit also kind of, like, almost comes back around to, like, you know, not saying the exact same thing, because basically what she boils down to is, like, she saw that Yuki Nojo is staying with them, and she's like, I know I can't do anything, so I'm gonna do is just, like, stay here and be emotional, like, just you know, rally behind the kids. Like yep. that's all I can do now, and that's fine. And she's like, "Wow, you got there, Maribit."
0: Yeah, good job, good
1: job. I, I, again, another character that I wish had a better outcome.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Let's see. Oh, D-
0: damn, damn. I'm, I'm real. I'm starting to realize a bit of a theme between the characters we wish had better outcomes
1: oh damn if only there was like a pattern that we could kind of see between certain characters who aren't treated well by the show
0: eating a big bowl of cereal and saying surely the surely the woman in the next series of Gundam max covers will be will do will be better than this um I mean I can't complain that badly because I I do feel like the turbines were well okay I, I can't say that because I don't feel like Ozzy was very much of a character I liked her don't get me wrong but like Laughter was a character. Amida was a character. Yeah. Ozzy was kind of okay. there. And, like, she was just... She was, like, a strong, silent type. But, like, there was a way to do that while giving that person character. Because, like, all, all Ozzy really did was, like... People said she, she, like, did a couple of fights and then she just, like, kind of teased laughter about her crush on Akihiro. And that's, like, really the only... Oh, yeah. And also, um, I remember one of the young boys said, I don't want to hug... Laughter. I, wa- I don't want to hug you, Atra. I want to hug Ozzy. She's got bigger tits.
1: Yeah. It, it's like... Mm, like you can be a strong silent type, but like you need to still have interactions with other characters for that to kind of like you know be compelling.
0: Yeah, and you know, Atra and Ottra and Kudelia are are full are are well realized characters. I think. Um,
1: oh, absolutely! Yeah, Atra and Kudelia—they're they're really like pulling the weight yeah. for a lot of the women in this show. Um,
0: I I do I do feel a bit like the like the Atra thing is spin, spinning its wheels here at the end, like. I think it's going to end well, and I don't dislike the story that it's going, I just kind of feel like we've been in the, like, I feel like we've been circling similar points on the Atra Mikazuki feelings thing for the last handful of episodes we've recorded, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. things are definitely making progress, but it it does feel a bit like it's, you know, just in a bit of a, in a mild holding pattern until we can go into whatever this, whatever, however everything ends up for them. Yeah, yeah. If, If that makes any sense
1: like i think so. I, I don't
0: i don't think it's as i don't think it's like as bad as like i don't think it's like i don't think it's really all that bad it does it is advancing it just feels like it's going in circles a little bit to me
1: yeah yeah minor um, complaint i don't know minor complaint. yeah um so we, we we move on from that uh <laughs> zach zach has his weekly schedule Zach moment, episode mo- moment of uh, of realization hey we're gonna die right yeah. And Dana's like, I don't know why are you asking.
0: Yeah, Zach is Zach, Zach features in all of these episodes. It's, he's been <laughs> been hot on the tongues of the audience, I guess. Yeah,
1: you you like you think it's Hush is kind of the most important one of these three, like Hush, Dane, and Zach of like the new season two guys. It's kind of Zach, because like Yuki Nojo comes in and he's like he, he says to Zach, you know, if there were more guys like you and Tekadon, maybe Orga would have had an easier time. It's like I think that's a very fucking good point, Yukinojo. that like if we had more people telling Orca, you're leading us into a death trap, maybe he wouldn't lead us into a death traps so often. Yeah,
0: I really uh yeah. Much to
1: consider. Impossible to say either way though.
0: Unfortunately, having a yes man at his side who only wants to be told to do murder and kill is not really helping the the core decision making. <laughs> yeah, not, not really
1: helping the future of Tekken on. Yeah. Large. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, but he looks—he looks. He look, hey, he looks pretty fucking cool when he fights those. So he does. Do,
0: he do, He does fucking quick attack in like Pikachu. Yeah,
1: he's the white devil.
0: He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I really think I've been thinking. I was thinking about that movie yesterday while I was taking a shower, and I was just like, I think the the rank transphobia of the first movie really overwrites in a lot of people's mind how like racist that second one is.
1: I can't say I have much like. It takes up much space in my mind. Oh, I
0: those it. those movies were I, I've seen those movies, those movies so many fucking times. Like I as a child, I've probably seen Ace Ventura Pet Detective excess of thirty-ish times.
1: Damn, really.
0: Because like we my we went out, a lot of summers we spent going up to my uncle's cottage and uh like on the weekends and I you know, I was too young to drink. I didn't like I would just wanted to stay inside. So I would just watch VHS tapes. The only VHS tapes that he had were like Two episodes of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Batman Forever, um, The Ace Venturas, and I think The Nutty Professor, and Jurassic Park, but I never- I didn't watch Jurassic Park. I watched Ace Ventura 12- to- I watched Ace Ventura twelve. Aww, what a sh- times. what a shame. Right, right. I could've, like, imprinted on Laura Dern, but no, I had to fucking stick on, you know, Lois Einhorn, aka Ray Finkel. Oh
1: god, it's like the fucking Ghost of Christmas Past showing you what could've been.
0: Yeah!
1: <laughs> Laura Dern's fucking cool. I like when she crashed a ship real good in Star Wars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she does fucking, she does fucking crash that ship so well. It's so good. <laughs> she explodes that motherfucker. No, uh, oh, I like her cool pink hair. Yeah. Um,
1: let's see. Oh yeah. Julietta finally gets to meet Ga- 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 Galileo face to face. Yeah. Nice. Uh, she says he's more handsome than she thought. True. Uh, and, and he, he's like, they both kind of like realize like they're both after like way more power. Like, uh-huh. you know, he's the same. She's the same. Uh, and I, he, he basically looks to her and tells her, "Don't give up your humanity like I did. Don't be like me." And she's like, "I don't know. You have a pretty fucking sick scar, though."
0: Yeah, it is Can I sexu- be a little it, like you? It is sexual. Can I? You got a knife?
1: Yeah, <laughs> you want to hook me up? You got a You got to type. You got a. Uh, uh, you got one of those uh, backup type E's laying around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got. You got a AV type F, please. Um. Let's see. Next, uh, next, she, we get
0: Shino is like, King of Mars, my fat ass. This, what yeah. the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Eugene's like, oh, I can't, this is all our fault. We made Orga bear the weight alone. And Shino's like, Fucking let him worry. That's his job. We got ours to do.
1: Yeah, he's not the one in the robots. Uh, yeah. A very, very Shino moment this is. Yeah. Um, we we they're like, All we gotta do, listen to Orga, we'll be fine. You keep
0: telling yourself that, kids. Um, Nothing bad will happen to these children. I know this yeah. it, I know this deep down, it's in my heart of hearts, and if I'm wrong, no I'm not. <laughs> That's right.
1: Uh Orga and McGillis are are up next. They're talking about how fighting the Aryan rod fleet is always an inevitability. Um, but like the problem here is that they don't have like the support of all the other families. Uh Orga just like straight up fucking slugs McGillis across the face for saying like there will be casualties, of course and Orga's like they're a family they're not a statistic um i mean you know you get on McGillis for just like being fine with orga decking him in the face cuz he realizes like yeah that was probably a weird thing to say oh well yeah um more people talking about this is the final battle uh, no it's not there's six more episodes sorry yeah.
0: <laughs> uh there and they're like oh one last and we cut to the uh, we cut to the mess hall where there is a a graffiti of a tomato and it says Tamoto.
1: <laughs> Did you see well, that? Remember, remember. Ride is the one who graffitied the whole yes, trip. Yes, so right. like, As he was learning how to read and write.
0: <laughs> you say tomato, I say tamoto. Tom, <laughs> oh, Patoto. I love Valafel.
1: <laughs> That's my favorite sign on. Uh. Oh, oh,
0: papato il papapo. I <laughs> love
1: I love Hatsune Miku. <laughs> Just, just, just tremendous work. Our brains truly like rocketing back and forth.
0: Banana. Banana. This
1: is what happens. This is, I, get, I infect my hosts whenever we do this fucking podcast. <laughs> just turns into like this derangement by the end of this... like. Uh, I, I'm, looking, I'm
0: looking at. I'm looking at. I'm looking at my bingu right now, and I'm seeing if I can find a way to fit Despicable Me in here somewhere. Is there? Is there? Are there talk, Would you say that that's a talking animal movie, Are the Minions talking animals?
1: Uh. In so far as you'd consider a single cellular organism to be an animal, so probably mm,
0: not. Yeah, okay. Does it feature cyborgs or cybernetic implants?
1: I'm almost certain it does. I couldn't tell you who, <laughs> but I'm pretty- Like, just, like, it, all, a lot happens in those fucking movies. Do you it's, think- it, it's, it's a weird time.
0: Could someone argue for it being a, a German expressionism? Would you-
1: now that's a bit harder to kind of hone well, in Gru, on. Gru's
0: German, and he expresses himself right. I don't think he's necessarily German. I don't know what the fuck Gru is.
1: I'm gonna hold on. I got I got to look this up. Felonius Gru, despicable me wiki. Where are you from, Gru?
0: His he, name is um, Felonius Gru.
1: His name is Felonius Gru. His, yeah, Gru is his last name.
0: Yeah, okay, sure. You know, so,
1: <laughs> okay, hold on. This is gonna fuck you up real good.
0: All right. <laughs>
1: So he has a brother named Drew, D-R-U
0: Yes, is that is that the, the guy in the tracksuit?
1: Yeah, the blonde one um, You'd think that his his brother would be Felonius Drew No, his name is Drew Grew <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mario Mario, Luigi Mario
1: Exactly, I can't wait for Minions 2, Rise of Grew and Theater's July 1st <laughs> Truly, truly, so fucking excited uh, Katie they- won't see it with me <laughs>
0: I'll come down. I'll come down to West Virginia. Pay you. a okay, we, can go, yeah, okay. we can go see Minions together. <laughs>
1: yeah. <sighs> um. Can't believe here.
0: I thought Katie. I thought Katie was a real one. I thought. What, what about all that sickness and health shit? Come on, Katie. Yeah. The last. Think I about the amount of things. health. Think about the amount of health that seeing Minions two, The Rise of Gru in theaters on July first would. Think about the amount of health that would give Max. It would be like picking up a 100 HP pickup in Team Fortress two. <laughs> it's
1: like beating Sanvich. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's good. Oh, I like yeah. my funny little guys.
0: You must eat the you must eat the little yellow banana flavored Dalox bar.
1: I'm <laughs> <laughs> Team Fortress grew. Team
0: Fortress grew. Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> oh you were talking the other day about how you named t- you were talking yesterday about how you named two episodes of uh might be a third. it might be a third <laughs> team fortress group it happens so naturally <laughs> god oh, that's my predilections
1: <laughs> podcasting
0: okay so yeah Tamoto graffiti
1: Tamoto graffiti uh, <laughs> is this is this the scene where atra's calling sidelia <clears throat> Or is it the next
0: no, one? No, that's, a, that's, a, that's the next one. This is just like, Shino eats a big uh, meal and it's like, hey, it's our last meal. Let's ball out.
1: Yeah, let's ball out. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so Atra goes and calls Kudelia. Yeah. And she's and like, she's, worried. she's <laughs> like, I
0: can't hold Mika here, sad face.
1: Yeah. Aw, uh, uh. And the, like, yeah, uh, Kudelia tells her like, Atra's the only one who can keep her there. Like, and she says, there's a contradiction. The strong bond we have could only come from, from such a dark place. Like, that's why we all have each other. Um, and, you know, she once again tells Atra she's the only one who can be besides Mika, could has to stay behind and do what's best for her family, whatever that turns into, since she's, like, kind of not really that part of Tekadon anymore. Um, it's sad, but also very nice, because they still, you know, they're still, like, here for each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's sweet.
1: Yeah. And, and then Atra immediately goes to Mika, and, like, she's crying. She can't do anything for him. All he wants to do is fight. And she tells him he, she loves him, uh, and... He loves her back, so, like, it's, like, another rare, like, emotional moment for Mika.
0: Yeah. I mean, as emotional but, as a Mika moment can get. Yeah,
1: exactly. Still completely
0: uh, stone-faced, but he does give her a big huggy.
1: Yeah, he gives her a big hug. He He's like, I want, I'm want. i
0: fighting to stop you. I'm fighting so you stop crying. Um, yeah. And we cut to Kodaya being like, I love them. Not just Mikazuki, but Atra, too, and everyone in Tekadon, My family.
1: Yeah, it's nice. And and I I, I think like the final line of the episode is may this ending also be a beginning to their future. Yeah. Someone says that. I don't know. Pudalia, it's yep, ominous Pudalia though. says that. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Uh, next episode.
0: Yeah. That takes us right into. She says, "If this battle is the last one, which brings us to, if this is the end."
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's episode forty-five. Uh huh. The quote-unquote final battle. Between Tekadon, Megillus, and the Arianrod fleet is underway. Despite being vastly outnumbered, Tekadon fights fiercely. Rustle has Julieta focus on Tekadon while his fleet takes out the Revolutionary Army, leaving the Outer Planet's whatever the fuck, uh, fleet alone, so they can once again become a military asset to Galahorn after he stops his rebellion. He plants a mole within the Revolutionary Army to fire a Dinesleaf at the Arianrod fleet, giving him pretext to use Dynesle's himself as he planned. The tide is turned immediately and Tekadon is sent packing. As Megillus takes to the battlefield in Bile, Gaileo meets him in his final suit, the Kamars Vidar. Tekadon makes one final push centered around Shino, who attempts to fire his own Dynesleaf at Rustle's bridge, but Juliet is able to barely deflect his shot, leading to Shino's death. Uh-oh. <laughs> Seems bad. Yeah, we haven't gotten, like, the death of, like, a main Tekadon boy in quite some time, have we? Yeah,
0: who was the, was the last one? Um... Was it really?
1: Was, it couldn't have been Biscuit. No. It? No, uh, no, it was uh, it was, um, it was a, 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 a fucking... Aston. Aston. Aston, thank you.
0: Yeah. Um
1: yeah. but but we haven't. She she knows. I, I mean, I'm not saying his death devalues other deaths, but like she knows been with us since the very beginning. Right. He's been know? there.
0: He's been here for a minute. Like the first, he, the very first episode, he was crying over the the guy who uh, whose name I wish I remembered now. And like, oh, uh, he just wanted to see a big pair of titties. His so. name was
1: Donji. His name Donji, was Donji. Yes, and I, I know that because also Denji's final wish in Chainsaw Man is to grab a boobah. <laughs> yes. They occupy the same space in my mind. Uh,
0: yeah, Shino... Ah. Oh, if this is yeah, the end oof. for Shino Norbit... she
1: <laughs> Have we really not made that
0: joke before? He's never said his full name before, I don't think. I've known
1: his name is Norba... Sh- his name is Norba Shino, but what if... <laughs> what if Eddie Murphy played it?
0: <laughs> what if he was Norbit, th- Shino. <laughs> Norbit Shino? Norbit <sighs> Shino. <laughs>
1: Stupid fucking podcast. Norbit Shino is going to fucking rattle around my brain for quite some time. I think.
0: I wish I knew anything about the movie Norbit, so I could do this <laughs> joke further than Norbit sh- than just saying the words Norbit Shino. Yeah, but like, literally if you all have all go-
1: Norbit, is it's the movie where Eddie Murphy played every role? <laughs> yeah. That,
0: why was why is that a genre of movie? Speaking of, by the way, like there are like three or four <laughs> movies that fit the genre of Eddie Murphy play every role.
1: It's uh it d- demands a lot of the actor.
0: Yeah, like uh, Nutty Professor, right? Eddie Murphy in like twelve roles in that one.
1: That sounds right. Sure. Um, fucking <laughs> weird.
0: Weird. <Yeah. laughs> weird. They were like, "Oh yeah, we can just, we can just do that again. We can we can make. We, yeah. What if everyone went to see Nutty Professor on the basis of Eddie Murphy plays this entire family of characters?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> uh. <laughs>
0: Norbit Shino. Norbit Stupid. Shino.
1: Good stuff.
0: Uh so yeah, battle's happening. Uh we just Indian. like we just start like Not eight, good. Yeah, we just start with uh we're just we just start off with uh everyone fighting. Um Orga like is like oh we risk our lives for the last time after this, be it girls or money, I'll I'll be all, I'll it'll all be yours, and Akihiro says, I don't got one, I don't need one Yeah <laughs> Which is like it's a funny line. It's also like it's weird it's weird to have him say it like I know he and Laughter were not romantically involved, like they did specifically part ways at the end of their courtship before Laughter got domed. But like yeah. it feels like a weird line for him to say. I think it's yeah, like, funny. It just feels really weird.
1: Yeah, it, I mean because like the whole thing was that Akihiru never seemed that interested in it. And right. like he like he he doesn't need to say one. Like it would be better if he just is like, don't need one. Like you don't even say "don't got one, don't need one," right? Right, like just, like
0: the, what is this is not a Nakihiro line. Like this is yeah, like this is too like quippy, I guess, for him. But like, like you're right. Like, don't need one would work way better, or like have someone else say this line. Like, I don't know a fucking thing about Dante. Me, I I would like to to know one thing about Dante about him being like he doesn't he doesn't need a eating cereal and saying he will need yeah, he will we never need, need a girlfriend.
1: We need Toto here. Not not Toto from Gundam. Toto from Jesus <laughs> guys said to ask yes. everyone what kind of girl they like.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say we need Toto from Gundam here to stick her nefariously and think about riding the cool roller coasters.
1: Now what if what if Toto was the one who had to take the final shot on Rustle?
0: <laughs> That'd be pretty good. I'd
1: like yes, to see you, it. So you get a final you get a final scene of his like un his unsmoked cigarette floating in space. yes,
0: <laughs> just to <a> complete. <laughs> He just gets
1: uh-huh. cratered immediately.
0: Cratered immediately. Unsmoked, huge fat big weed, big fat bun just floating in space.
1: He gets dinesleafed so hard that like the dinesleafs are piercing through the other dinesleafs like shooting an arrow through another arrow.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they like split it out. They like split the arrow on the bullseye because he just yeah. dies that hard.
1: <laughs> oh god. Uh um <coughs> we get Oh, uh there's a um so Juliet is popping off, right? She's in mm-hmm. her, her Regan lays Julia. Uh, she's like has a little flashback of Rustle telling her to take on Barbatos. It's like if she can do it, victory will be assured. And she's like convinced every single time she squares up against Mika. She's like, I know I'm weaker than you. And it's like, I don't know. You last like the entire episode without injuries against him. You're doing pretty good. Better than anyone else in the entire show, in fact.
0: Yeah, um. I mean, I think I think that like. But like everyone else who's fought against Mika has not had everyone else who has fought against Mika has thought that they are better than him and died as a result. That humility oh, is keeping her alive. I genuinely exactly. feel that. Like that's it, also it, she. You you may call it plot armor. I will call it humility and women's rights.
1: So true. <laughs> uh, it's a really fucking sick fight, though. It's like, a good
0: fucking a lot of good fights you, in these episodes.
1: Yeah, you get maces. You get you get their Julia's like badass like fucking whips. Yeah, it's the cool. it's, ivy sword. It's like sword. ivy Soul caliber. Shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um No, oh, speaking the- of Max, did you see the thing in Street Fighter 6 where you can do you do you do this the Soul Calibur 2 like pre-battle huh? Yes. Ah! Yes, but with faces.
1: Just like looking down on your opponent, I love that. It's
0: I can't believe no other fighting game has done that.
1: You know, Jury's is going to have some of the best ones.
0: Oh, I bet Oh god, there Oh boy. Okay. I'm curious how horny Capcom's going to be about that one.
1: Yeah, I mean like The bar is pretty low. How horny
0: can you be in just, like, from, like, from, like, neck up of a character? And I think we're gonna find, I think we're gonna find the answer to that question.
1: Yeah, with the power of next-gen consoles, Capcom will truly, truly let us know.
0: Like, they're just gonna find a way to work her foot into the, into the picture somehow?
1: Oh, I don't want, I don't care for that. (laughs)
0: Unfortunately, Jury is the foot fetish, uh, fighter.
1: Yeah, which is a shame. I fucking loved playing her back in 4.
0: Street Footer 4. <laughs> Street Footer 4. <laughs> oh, talk about footsies. <laughs> Mamma mia. God, okay. Speaking of Street Fighter 4, this is a tangent of a tangent, but have you ever seen that? Do you know Snake Eyes, the, the Zangief player?
1: Uh, no, I do not.
0: There's just this really, really good series of like it was like a West Coast versus, or I think it was NorCal versus South versus, versus uh, SoCal in like mm-hmm. I don't know 2013, 2014, I think it was, where like it was it, you know it was a five v five you know winner you know losers eliminated winner plays the next person in the five in the lineup, um, uh-huh. and it got down to just like Snake Eyes being the last one against everyone. He just put the fucking team on his back with the Zangief. I don't know. I just think Zangief is fun to watch.
1: Zangief is fun to watch. It's really. It's fun to just be a big guy and just like pile drive everything. Yes. Yes. I uh, love
0: just g- command grabs are fun. Yeah. Watching 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 high level geef play in four was always fun because like the spacing in that game was like ridiculous. Like so Geese-geef. much. I mean, all all fighting games are based around spacing to some extent, but like I yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. cannot think of another game I've seen that was like so like spacing and footsies reliant more so than Street Fighter Four at a high oh, level. Oh, well, yeah. I
1: mean, that's the whole Zangief. To my knowledge, has no projectiles whatsoever. You're like up in there.
0: Uh, no. He just has like ex green hand to get up on you, and then like lariat to get a, to get through some projectiles. Mm-hmm.
1: God, I got so fucking mad at my brother because he would like just consistently kick my ass with Zangief back and forth. <laughs>
0: Max Blanca Lord. just
1: couldn't. Blanca couldn't stack up. <laughs>
0: yeah, he couldn't just fucking electrify his ass.
1: No, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, uh, so let's see. Uh, Isaruki, he, he ends up taking the field because uh, he has to like you know the fleet's getting fucked up. They're getting too close to Tekadon, so they're like getting nailed. Um, we see the Arianrod fleet fires a, a retreat signal, and they're like, "Oh, that's weird." Um, and we see kind of like this m- ominous mole kind of like rises from the the, the smoke around the revolutionary fleet. And like, just blast the Dine's leaf like through a ton of Aryan rod ships. Yep. Oh, sorry. Um,
0: slightly before this, um, the mm. uh, Issaribi takes takes a hit, uh, not like a Dine's leaf hit, just like you know an exploding purple yellow missile hit. Um, uh-huh. And we just get a cut to Atra inside, like getting jostled with her bet with her like her bar- like her little like uh, tup- her little like uh, styrofoam container with burritos in it. And like, so yeah. much of this episode is just Atra. Like, we so much of this episode is cuts to Atra uh, on board the. Um, the uh hot i uh, hotoribi hotorubi either aboard the hotoribi or isaribi and just like in a state of hev- the ship having just been hit and her food is everywhere
1: yeah it's there's so like sad three or, there's like
0: three or four discrete instances of it it's so fucking She needs funny. like a food net around right. her <laughs> just like just like hauling a bunch of chipotle burritos in a fucking fish net like the, like the catch of the day <laughs> The, the, the
1: bountiful seas eat up, boys.
0: Yarr Yarr they gave us ex- the Poseidon was fit to bless us with extra guac today.
1: <laughs> Yo ho ho, we got carnitas. <laughs> I like Pirate Autra, that's fucking good.
0: Yarr, fucking- put a baby in me! <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's what our flag means that season (laughs) two (laughs) is about. Pirate Mini is back.
0: Oh, God. Pirate Atra. (laughs) Pirate
1: Atra. Listen. Yeah.
0: uh, Listen, Pirates of the Caribbean 6, get Johnny Depp out of there.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Get
0: Atra in. Get Atra in. Boom. Just easy,
1: simple you, you as. Fi- fixed, you fixed it. You fixed it. Yay! We did it. I'm fixing a lot of shit this week. Yay! Yay! <laughs> um. So and so, you mentioned this in the in the Discord about how funny it is that like. One person on the Revolutionary Fleet side firing a Dinesleaf gives Rustle enough pretext to bring out fucking 500 of his own Dinesleafs. I
0: don't think that, again, I don't think that, I think that was Cass again that you. Were, oh,
1: really? I, okay.
0: I definitely did not say anything to that extent. I, I, like, I saw, I have, there's been very little posting in the, like, ever since I started watching the episodes, the only things that anyone that, that were not me was you posting regular, uh, 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 uh Jay posting a smiley face, uh Cass posting my boy in response to Shino dying, and everything else has just been me since I started watching today.
1: Okay, never mind. I am I am I, I am a fool. Um but
0: Yeah, it was Cass. It was Cass.
1: Okay, alright. I, I I am Boo Boo the Fool. Many apologies. Listen, uh, it's cat- fucking funny though.
0: <gasps> Listen, catgirls is catgirls. Catgirls is catgirls. You see a cat girl and you're like, oh this is interchangeable. <laughs> 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 you're, fa- you're face blind for anyone with kitty ears. <laughs> exactly, I, I see those hair vents. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, Eok like is watching Russell do cool war crimes. It's fine that Russell does war crimes because he's allowed because it's retaliation, of course. Uh, and Iak is like, "What the fuck is this? Why Russell's so feared?" Yeah, just just seeing like the pure ruthlessness and and, and military tact of, of of Tony Stark over here.
0: The fact that this the fact that this guy was a ride or die for um the fact that this guy was such a ride or die for Ristol that like he because like they after the after the shot is fired and the Dines Leafs on Ristol's side fire back they like take this this the pilot out of the suit and like there's just like a cracked helmet to show that like the the pilot like shot themselves in the head rather than uh-huh. being caught just like ride or die.
1: Yeah, ride or die. I, I pick Ride, he's he's one of my favorite uh Technon boys. <laughs> um Tekken has to like evade, of course. Um and like as they're as they're backing away, like we see Ride about to get nailed by a leaf and like Shino flies in the floweros and takes the hit and like it, it's like the fake out. It's like, oh did he die? He didn't. He but didn't. you think he did.
0: You do not see you did not see the inside of his cockpit explode. Yeah, and that's what's important.
1: Um the the Hotarubi has to kind of like effectively be abandoned because like it's just all fucked up like they have to send everyone from the Hotarubi back to the East Ruby because it's been hit too many times um but it just leads to later on Eugene doing this cool like double shit maneuver so yeah, what it, I'd say um
0: Eugene epic yeah. Eugene epic and some gay moments in this episode if you ask me yeah
1: fucking love Eugene the
0: fact that there is no Eugene or no like no substantial Eugene orga content out there is so is so upsetting to me
1: yeah the only one was the one with the like cat boys very little. Uh,
0: I mean, I'm not complaining about that, but like, come, come on, like, they're getting maybe, maybe more of it, maybe more, maybe more. Who could
1: say? Maybe we, maybe we need it. This is, hey, you know, if anything, my podcast has proven to like be just like an all around Gundam bump, so we're actualizing it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm putting, I'm putting out more cowboy Eugene into the world.
1: <laughs> um, Rustle asks Eok, I'm sorry, Eok asks Rustle why he's like, hey, why aren't you attacking like the entire other two thirds of McGillis' fleet? And he just explains, "Well, Iock, you, you fail, boy. You don't want to attack the military assets that you get to take later on when you win the battle, you dingus." Yeah. And Iock's like, "Oh, dis- you truly are the greatest military mind of our time, Rustle.
0: Your brain is so big.
1: Wow, R- Rustle, you work out of the library." <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. We just get, we we come back from we come back from the eye catch and Chad, Eugene, and Dante are apologizing to the floating body bags, which is like. I don't want to sound like I'm slagging this because I actually think it's pretty effective, but every time they show the floating body bags, there's just, like, a, an air of, like, like, I guess, like, dark whimsy to it, maybe? Just, like, just these corpses in these body bags just, like, free-floating in this room... It's it's funny in a very sad way. Yeah,
1: it, it it's like, it's it's very morbid, but like, that's yeah, the whole thing. It's like, they're not tied down or anything. It's like, they open this door and it's just like, oh, wee, no zero gravity. Yeah. Um. But, you know, every every time we see this room, there's like just more and more in there. Like we see, it's like Eugene and Dante and Chattered, like checking on them, putting bodies in there. Yeah. Um. We then cut to uh, the hangar, I think. Yamagi is going to check on Shino. And they think he's dead. And and like, Yamagi grabs his arm and Shino's like, ah, fuck, my arm's broken. Oh, like, Where'd sh- you grab it? <laughs> It's cute. It's it is.
0: Uh, this is a gay and homosexual scene. This is
1: a very homosexual moment. Like it's they go,
0: good. they press helmet to helmet, and it's like just, just pop, the, just pop the, just pop the visors up, guys. You can just have one little kissy before yeah. they go.
1: He, like he, Shino asks them to set up his weapon, and he like begs him to help him see this through, do this like one thing only Shino can do. Um, and Shino like Orga's, like starting to tell everyone they have to fall back. Um, yeah, and, and Dante, like, you know,
0: Chad, and Eugene are like, where the fuck are we falling back to? Like what? Like you've been saying, the only way out is through this entire fucking time, and now you're changing your plans. Where are we going? Yeah. What
1: make make good on it?
0: You got like a fucking red roof in we can stay at or something, bro? Like, yeah.
1: Do <laughs> <laughs> you get us a night to Marriott?
0: Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: uh, this one, Shino walks in saying his super galaxy cannon is ready. I gotta love, use it. I love the fucking that he gets the special names. It's yes, so good. It's I love Shino. Um, there is a moment. Another moment with Shino and Yamagi.
0: Uh yeah because because Yamagi is like okay the ryusuke go has a real dying sleep, but I only but you you were not throwing away your shot because he's only got one of them.
1: Yeah, it, it's just the one. Uh and Shino's like when this is all over Yamagi I'm gonna take you to a place with lots of pretty girls.
0: And Yamagi says uh, oh fucking go by yourself. And then yeah. Yamagi touches his hair and like pulls it back so you can see both of his eyes which I don't know if we've seen both of Yamagi's eyes pro- at the same we time. We have, and no probably- he's
1: always had the bangs yeah. going on.
0: And it's just such a like kiss him kiss him kiss him cuz she like she knows right but i guess that's the, that's the tragedy of this that like there's no actualization on that and yeah i guess the ugh. this is affected on one hand i am being affecting but on the other hand the unrequited the the one unrequited one of like the the lost entra- the, the the two ships passing that don't know the other person knows i uh, is the gay people huh
1: yeah it's it's oh. like you Mm. Uh, two like, steps forward, one steps back.
0: Yeah, em- again, emotionally affecting. Like I'm not trying. To, I, I don't want to just like be taken away from the scene that did that did really work on me. It's just a little bit frustrating to look at it and be like, oh, okay, this is the the gay tragedy that like, oh, they both they both had feelings, but they didn't. They, they were both too afraid to say it, and they well, then yeah. one of them died, and now it's like that forever. Yeah, it fucking sucks. Yeah, it's just. Uh. Uh.
1: <clears throat> oh well, at least we have poly relationships.
0: Yeah, at least we have at least we have Atra and Cudelia will definitely both survive to the end of the show and they will definitely kiss each other.
1: Mm, cap crunch. <laughs> it's like code word now basically.
0: <laughs>
1: Ooh, uh, mm,
0: yummy, yummy. Uh, oh yay, so, so... is here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the plan is we're all going to fucking charge in. Um Zach says everyone's going to die if this plan happens, and Yukino's you just like whatever. Yeah, they made Plips up their the mind support they, him and hope
0: for the best. They made up their mind. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah, and then we get uh, a, we get another shot of Otra losing control of food. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, McGillis
1: rallies his troops. He goes out and bile itself. And you know, right, it's the it's he, he the, it's, the, the golden
0: it's that one fucking hold on. I'm gonna find this tweet so I can like cite it directly. But it's the it's the head falls off tweet that's like talking to my therapist about the divine right of kings.
1: Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, the, <laughs> I'm fundamentally opposed to the to Gellarhorn and the church's ruling powers. History is a record of their atrocities. My therapist, fair me, but I love it when McGillis when McGillis Fareed reclaims his divine sword and leads his army in glorious battle. Who doesn't?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's like this. This is like one of the more iconic shots of the show. I think I feel like I see yeah. this around a lot of like the sort of like halo of ships around him is like the sun glints off his like golden sword. He's raising aloft. Um, another really funny thing about um the bile those are its only weapons sword it's just two swords which is like it's less of a dog shit kit considering there's no beam weaponry in the post post disaster timeline but then you have like mika has a sword and a fuck off mace and like a shit ton of guns uh fucking uh aki hero's goosey remake has four arms and like a giant axe and fucking battle scissors and like Gaelio has just like drills and shit and and what are you going to do with two like gold swords? I played Minecraft. You don't make weapons out of gold, Miguelis. Um and sure enough, Gaelio rolls up here. Uh this is this is his final upgrade, the of Vadar. I don't like this thing. It's too it's too much going on. It's fine. It's fine. It it's it's uh it has like a sort of st- I don't know if you could tell by... What was, uh, what was it called again?
0: Sorry, show. I have such a hard time. Like, the thing... I, I just... I don't see these... Ro- I I have such a hard time telling when they have updated designs. I, sure, I just, yeah.
1: I just posted the image uh, in, in scheduling. It's called the Kimaris Vidar. Um, just combine the names of his two suits. It has, like, this, like, sort of seahorse motif going on with, like, the head. Um, it's just, like, I don't know. I think the legs look really doofy. I don't really like the weird subarms and the shields.
0: Oh I, I like this I like this design a lot Yeah I just I'm so bad at like Differentiating mach- Like watching the show From a week to week basis Or from like a weekly basis It's just like Sure I guess I just have a hard time Keeping track of like Oh this is radically different Even though like they do Like say it out loud Like oh I've made changes To the thing
1: Right yeah I, I mean and again It's all in service of byproducts So you could you know it, you're basically you're defying the showrunners by not noticing yeah. these things so it's better off I, you. But, I, you know. I, I
0: like this i mean i feel like every time you say, oh i fucking hate this suit and then show me a picture i'm like "Ooh, ooh okay i yeah.
1: mean that's because that's because i have a i have a kind of a weird uh the mobile suits i really like are just like the like over designed to the point of like people calling them ugly and just like just dude, i just li- i like more impractical weirder looking mobile suits
0: uh-huh as is your and- right
1: yeah. And I mean I, honestly I think it's just a lot of the Iron Blooded Orphan suits kind of like wash over me. Just like the design language as a whole, I feel like is cool, but like my heart lies with like the 80s Gundam designs mostly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When it got really weird. Yeah. So, it's still I, good. I can respect um, that. Mm. Yeah. It's 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 fine. I mean it's it's one of those things where like I a lot there are a lot more suits I like more often watching this show, like rewatching it. Um so like my opinion on pretty much everything has kind of like risen over time as we watch this show, so Ranking, ranking will be fun. I think. I think we'll have a lot of a lot of fun discussions.
0: Yeah, I I'm, um, I'm excited to argue.
1: Yeah, but Kamara Spear is cool. That's like a fucking like drill spear. Uh, it's fun. He he fights McGillis for a hot minute, and like Isurugi just has to like fend them off for a little bit. Yeah. Um. He he tells he tells Galeo, This is interesting. <clears throat> so Issurugi tells Gaia that he doesn't need to be thought of as a friend or even a comrade to McGillis. All he wants is to see the future he will create. It's a, it's like it's like this weird like selfless relationship Isarugi has with McGillis where it's like we can tell he like really believes in him so much but like we never really see why he has a reason to. Yeah. He's just like cuz he just kind of shows up in season 2. He wasn't a season 1 character. He just shows up and he's like I would die for McGillis and I'm like okay that's great who are you though?
0: Thanks Isarugi.
1: Yeah, things, things we love to hear from you buddy
0: <laughs> yeah it's 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 a little bit reminding me of like um i i've been watching uh jojo with my friend who's never seen it before and we are partway through battle tendency right now and we just watched the episode last night where uh joseph beats acdc uh with you know the spike the little like spike field and everything and he spends yeah, so much cool time fight. he spends so much time like lamenting the death of loggins and like Um, part two is like one of the, cause like I've, I've read parts one, four, and five, and then to the end from there. Um. Well, not to the end, till like, uh, Shakedown Alley in Part 8, but um, right. I've read a lot of it. Part 2 is the one that I haven't, so maybe there was, like, some Loggins training that was cut out and trunc- truncated for the sake of the show fitting, but, like, there's so much of it that it's like, oh, Master Loggins, you, you tortured me, but your torture was so useful to help me beat ACDC, to do my silly little tri- trick while I unravel my hat.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 you didn't miss anything, it's just weird that he gets emotional over it, because Loggins is not really a
0: character. Right, right! <laughs> he's not it's very it's very it's very telling not showing yeah
1: exactly um and the same with Isarugi, But whatever and I sure I, fun I, I, think,
0: I think this is just I I think it's just like similarly to how we never heard a lick of Agnika Kairu or Bile in season 1 I don't think we heard Bile in season 1 um nope. cuz the first you know, the, the first mention we hear of it is is nario taking him or no no no, not is Nario. a uh, rustle coming up to him after is nario had adopted him and being like what do you want little boy would you like an ice cream would you like a toy and and McGilish just stands up and says bye l
1: yeah no bye uh, bye a season two original yeah
0: i think it's just a casualty of them not knowing they were gonna do the second season when they did all this right yeah 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 well so i i,
1: I colin has talked to me before about this and they've said that season two was like pretty much a given i guess because you know you're gundam so you're gonna get funding no matter yeah
0: what. that's true but
1: but it really does feel like the show was made as if they didn't know yeah so it's like i couldn't say either way obviously i don't know for sure i'm just a guy but like, like
0: I, I it, I, it way, feels like it the, the, it's i feel similarly about like derma being in this show now like the, the the way they the way they should parade derma around it's like derma your friend derma you love derma and like I don't dislike Derma. I don't know anything about Derma. He was in like episodes one, thirteen, and then these last yeah. three of this season.
1: Yeah, I loved his carnival stream, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that was great. <laughs>
1: Derma archaeology. Yeah, moments.
0: Derma nine eighty five. Derma wishes he could stop looking at rocks and go play yakuza. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. So yeah, Easter is is uh, fighting Giley off, and meanwhile. Uh, Yamagi is, like, setting Shino up to fire. He's, like, binding his hand to the controls because, like, his arm's broken.
0: Gay shit. It's
1: true. Uh, Yamagi tells Shino that he won't forgive him if he dies. And Shino's like, the goal's in sight. I'll live to see it. Okay. <laughs> uh, but my next note just says, fuck yeah, Kamars with our knee drills. Yeah. It's cool. I've, it's, you, just, you just see it. It just nut- out. It's nutty. He's green log on shit. Um and eugene has like the hoturbi fly hoturbi flies ahead so he's like doing that maneuver where he plugs his av into both ships at once yeah um and the hoturbi is like tilted 90 degrees forward so it's like it's like a, like a, a kind of like a like a tower shield in front of uh, the yeah AV yep. as it rockets forward and shino is on kind of like a, a sled on top of it and he has the cannon ready which is literally just like a dine's leaf like that he's like shouldering with his like because at this point the flower only has one arm left right um and he he fires it, and, like, Mika and Julieta are are dueling as he does it, and, like, he, like, bursts through the smoke, and Russell on the bridge is like, what the fuck? And it's, like, it, this Eoc is Eoc a, like, an unexpected st- moment. Eoch
0: like, steps in front of him like he's trying to take a bullet for the man.
1: Eok, what
0: do you think is gonna happen here? <laughs> the the, the dying leaf will penetrate the glass of the bridge, and it will penetrate Eok, and it will stop right there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> his, his justice will form an impenetrable shield for the future. Um, this does not happen. <laughs> no. Because Julietta is able to break off from Mika, like, the fucking second Shino fires, and, like, you see him fire and you see, like, that like fucking flash of, like, the bit of Julietta's whip hit his arm as he fires, and it, like, is, you know, so, it barely off uh, center, but, like, enough to that it just cracks the glass of the ridge and, like, grazes the side of the command tower, and then, like, Shino's just fucking obliterated. Yeah.
0: He like well he like yeah, he just like throws himself forward and is like, well fuck, goddammit. Fucking It
1: sucks. Like, it's 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 this rare moment where Shino is like not happy or triumphant. He like and, and like you almost would expect him to be like, Oh well, guess that was that. No, he's like screaming in his cockpit. Like he is like mad. He knows he's about to die. It like sucks to see because like we never see Shino like have his confidence shaken like this. Yeah. Oh, rip to my boy! Right,
0: there's like uh, he's like right before this scene, like you know, he threw up a big death flag of uh Yamagi is like, oh, I won't forgive you if you would die, and he says, Aryan doesn't scare me a bit compared to you, as if I'd ever die. The goal is in sight, and I'm gonna live to see it. Yeah, God, it sucks. Um, he, uh, uh, talking, uh, Yam, God, I wrote talking in my notes. No, that guy left. That guy left like ten episodes oh, ago. He's, he's, he's fine. He's chilling. He's, chillin'. he's <laughs> on Earth. <laughs> the fact that Takiki just like left. He's, like, so fun, so pleasant to me, like, he's just like, no, I, I've had enough, I'm out. Yeah, he's just hanging out with his sister on Earth, he's doing good, he's, he has a fucking desk job. He's chillin', and I really hope I'm not eating Captain Crunch when i say that, like, I'm glad that he's just making it through this series.
1: <laughs> he's vibing.
0: He's chillin'.
1: Nothing bad happens to Earth in Gundam. Oh,
0: boy. Oh, boy.
1: I don't like that sentence. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you for real if you want, but no, we have I, four
0: episodes after this one. I, I listen. I've I don't know much of what happens. I know a couple of characters that don't make it to the end from here, but past that, I don't really know a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I know yes. exactly one character that does not survive and one character that does survive, and that's all I yeah. know.
1: Yeah, it's the unknown knowns. Yeah,
0: um, can I can I talk about the one character that I do know survives? Yes. Um, because, so, I was just, like, texting, I was just texting one of my friends about this, a friend, you know, I've mentioned her a couple of times. And um, she was talking about, like, how much she loves um Yamagi's time skip uh, outfit and referred to him as a femme man. <laughs> like, as opposed to femme boy, all one word, femme man Yamagi. fem man. <laughs> That's a new concept. I liked
1: it. Yeah. Ah. And, and, and. I mean, if you're in Discord, you know which character Sarah knows doesn't make it through. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Hey, there's still a finale to get to.
0: Listen, um, I'm sure that, I'm sure that's not the only character who will die in the next four episodes of Moles of Mumble Suit if it, but if it was, if it was just them, that would be pretty funny. What if it was, uh,
1: that that's the goal as a content creator. The, the, the best goal is to make the funniest possible outcome. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, for- hey, well yeah, episode, it's though. it's
0: so sad that Dexter Calculator has to die. But
1: oh, I'm saluting so weird. hard.
0: Yeah, Yamagi feels talking. Yamagi feels Shino's death through the gay ass bandage that he took with him as- after he sent Shino off.
1: Yeah. Oh, very sad. Uh, that's episode though.
0: That's episode. Now we're on episode forty-six. For whom? Tekadon and the, Ar- the Aryan-Rod fleet are still scrapping. Mikazuki nearly kills Julieta after Shino's death, and McGillis vs. Baldwin ends in a no contest after Iksurugi throws himself in front of Verdara's drill to save Harid's life. In the aftermath of all the loss and destruction, Tekadon attempts to emotionally recoup, but they've got little time to, go- to do so, to do it in because McGillis needs them yet again. Yamagi finds out that Shino did actually know about his feelings and cries his gay little eyes out. Julieta, having survived Mikazuki's big club to the stomach, tells Baldwin that she no longer craves power above all else. And lastly, McGills finds out that his badge and his gun have been forcibly turned in by Gellerhorn. Oops, you're a loose cannon is not- You're a loose cannon, Paride? <laughs> oh,
1: things are looking great. Yeah. <laughs> things are looking up. Uh Mika gets really fucking mad about the whole Shino thing. Yeah, they after. make us like, watch like we, we they make
0: us watch they make us watch him bite it again.
1: Yeah, and we see Yamagi like once again. It's like a longer cut of like Yamagi knows that Shino died. Yeah. Um and Mika is like ready to like just fucking pulp julietta right now um orga like orders people to like try and recover shino but eugene like grabs him by the tie and is like shino gave his life for this plan uh and then we we hear like the Ho- the hotel is gonna blow up and like be, be cover for the easter to be retreating so like they can't no matter what like they can't right. retreat you know they gotta fucking book it now
0: right um julietta says like oh i can't beat i can't beat you but i can still win and um he, she says oh even though I can't be Roostal's sword I will be his shield I will die for him and then I will win and Mika stabs her and says woman moment
1: yeah he, sa- he says you talk he,
0: well he specifically says you talk too much which is I think that's also something that uh, Baldwin said about Julieta which makes me laugh
1: yeah like I mean Mika would say that about anyone to be fair yeah but, yeah. yeah I don't th-
0: um, I, To be clear, I don't think he is saying woman moment I just think it's funny that he's yeah, like yeah. god you fucking like she's shouting, yes, you- sh- she's shouting shonen protagonist shit like it is funny for him to just be like god shut up <laughs>
1: The, the, the thing is, Julieta is more of the protagonist of this season than Iac is. Yes, exactly. Iac uh, is so but, fucking funny. Iac's a silly guy. Uh, Julieta's cockpit gets like fucking pierced. Um, the fact that Julieta like,
0: survived this, the fact that Julieta survives this, is unreal. I know.
1: Yeah, and she's like, she doesn't even think Mika's human anymore because you know he goes beast mode to take yeah. her down. Yep. Um, Mika, so Mika has to leave without actually like doing the decisive killing blow on her because the Hoecherubi explodes into Nanomere chaff yet again. We love when they do, like, the low-tech tricks in the book.
0: Yep, it's uh, great.
1: Tekkenon retreats, Isarugi sees this, and, like, he has the uh, the Revolutionary Army and the Outer Earth Fleet retreat as well. Uh, McGillis and Gileo are, like, once again duking
0: it out. Yep. Uh, Iserugi Magillus... has to back off and is like, hey, let's get out of here, boss. Yeah, we gotta we got skedaddle out of a moose. McGillis um, uh, is getting washed, but then he does a smirk and he's like, uh, and then I'm like, oh, he's going to win now. Um, he, he's like, oh, you mock my ideals and yet you do that freaky iron shit. Curious. I am very curious. smart.
1: Mm. <laughs> I am very smart. Yeah, he's coming out of a well. You, yeah. uh, uh,
0: and he says, you've gone mad, Guy Leo. And Guy Leo says, this is proof of my sanity, actually. Um, is this is some fucking Joker
1: shit. He's super sane.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the only sane one left. Hi. <laughs> uh
1: the only way that like the, the battle ends when McGillis's is like his fucked up, like dagger stabbed hand kind of fucks, like lets go of the cockpit for a split second. Right. Uh, and, and, and like that's, that's when Guyley was able to like break off and get ready to drill him, which is when Iseruki flies in and takes the hit. So McGillis can retreat.
0: So many just, people, how I, I think I want to do like a running tally of like how many people in Gundam died because they were the one who was supposed to be getting killed in terms of whatever shot they took. And how many times has someone died by like that? Die- Cause like even just in this show, like, Biscuit threw himself in front of something that was basically Biscuit basically threw himself in front of something that was going to kill Orga. Um yep. uh, Takagi didn't die doing it, but he did do that for Akihiro. Um Masahiro died doing this. Uh mm-hmm. like just now we got uh Isarugi dying doing this. Like, it's like everyone's saying it should've been me. It's just funny how often it happens. I know. Very, um, very few people in this show are very are are particularly adept at killing people they are they are actually uh, attempting to kill.
1: Yeah, if you just aim for a different person, you'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Physically. Yeah. Uh, Isurugi, as he's dying, he like talks to um Gaileo. He's like, I could only dream while I was with with McGillis. You know, I was from the colony, so I needed a patron to see my dream. And Gaileo, you could never understand. You always were privileged, and, and you could foresee your dream without anyone's help. Isn't it kind of a weird death speech? Yeah, uh, again,
0: it's just like I. This would be. A, I would like this if this was a character. Like Isaruga's just kind of a guy. He's just kind of a guy.
1: Like, and it's not like he's like not. A... It's not
0: like he's not been on screen for a lot of time. I just like, I don't know a damn thing about him. Like things I know about him: one, big sword that Mika stole; two, reports to McGillis; three.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just he's kind of there mostly. <laughs> three.
0: Sorry, I got distracted by Maribit's big pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> classic uh, classic of pigaudism.
1: Classic of p Uh Isher Isur- <laughs> Galileo talks to Isuri, he's like I was just like you once. I dreamed of Miguel's ideals, but now I've woken up. He's he, uh, he's he's awoken. <laughs> but, but now I'm woke, Sarugi.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I respect women now, Isarugi. You could never do this. <laughs> um, um but Megillus beats feet and uh, we go back to the Arianrod, like, base ship, and Julie, we found Julieta live. She's just chilling in a Lazarus pit.
1: Yeah, she's fine. She, she, she's dunking in the juice. Uh, Gaelia retrieved her for, for Rustle, which is nice, Um, but he's mad now. Tekadon and McGill have, like, slipped outside the Ariadne. Rustle's unfazed because he knows, like, literally the only place they could return to, so he's, like, taking his sweet time. Yeah, he's
0: just chilling. He's he's
1: he's just chilling. Uh, every-
0: I think it's funny how Russell has this reputation as like a master tactician when it's really just like he is he is he has a little bit more patience. He like he has like fifteen percent. Like everyone in the show has patience of zero, and he has like patience of fifteen out of a hundred.
1: Yeah, he he. Russell will wait about five seconds before taking action, and that <laughs> right. is what makes him the master technician <laughs> of the post disaster.
0: Russell, Russell o M. will ask, "Is anyone going to eat that?" And will wait ten seconds before taking a bite. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the world champ difference <laughs> um, we, we get a little scene everyone asks Orga, hey Orga what the fuck are we doing next uh, and then we cut to Yuki Nojo, he talks to Yamagi he talks to Yamagi about Shino of all things because uh, Yamagi is kind of like, you know, sulking of course um, he he talks about how uh, Shino's, like, Shino's sacrifice is what kept everyone alive to this point point. Uh, and Yamagi asks like, what's the point of living without Shino it's uh, sad yeah uh and and uh we we get another before we go back to shino uh we get this interesting moment with zach here zach and dane because zach is like trying to convince people to quit this fight he's like you know we gotta quit, like we can go home we can go back to we don't need to do all this and Dane is like hey shut the fuck up we ain't got nowhere he, to go dane, motherfucker yeah like dane gives this moment of like you know we, most of us do not have anywhere to go back to. Like, we're not educated like you are. Like, you you might have a way out of this. We don't. Like, we're fucking stuck here. Yeah. <clears throat> we gotta deal.
0: We gotta fucking chill. Yeah.
1: Um. And then Atra talks to Derma985. Uh, He lost his arm, but he's alive. He just wishes he died in battle. He's, like, of no use to anyone. Yep. And then Akihiro rolls up, and he's just like...
0: Thank you for surviving, you know. Derma Altland. And, like, I, I, I like this moment for Akihiro. I just, like... Who, who is, do, do, why do I care Derma? It's like, it, it
1: feels like the show is banking on the audience being able to essentially fill in the blanks of like, oh, you can understand why Derma would be like a beloved character to all, all the other characters. But like, the fact that we didn't really see that in the show, it's just like, I know I'm supposed to feel strongly about it, but like, you didn't really give me opportunity to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I I don't feel like there was a lot of real estate in this show that was like wasted air that could have been devoted to make to like fleshing out the characters more. But like uh-huh. I think I just kind of felt a little bit let down by the character. Like there were characters in Tekkodon who from the first season who I got more of this season, but like it it's pretty much just. Chad as far as like actual characters. Like there was more Dante and Derma and Ride, but like I don't feel like I really feel like I got much of them. I guess I got a little bit of Ride. Um mm-hmm. and I guess I got like a little bit I, I just I got so much less Hush and uh Dane and Zach than I was really expecting. Yeah. It feels Weird. I kind of just expected. Zane, I, I know I keep saying this, but I keep it. I keep I kind of expected Hush to be a more major character in this. But again, four episodes left. Like maybe he just maybe he gets his mobile suit for those last four episodes. And he gets to go sicko mode. But like, I don't feel like we're going to get like a season two character going ape shit. Like it feels like we're building up to a final confrontation or just some big cataclysmic event. I don't really know. One or the other. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, there's the next scene is Orga, Eugene, and McGillis. They're all talking about the next battle. Um, they're on like the bridge of McGillis's ship by now, mm-hmm. and McGillis is like, "If we fight on Mars, like we have Galahorn and Mars's backup, it's home turf for you. Maybe the 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 turnout will be different. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's like there's like their best bet at this point, right? Yeah, like they, they, you know, we know we know Gjallarhor and Mars is under McGillis's control. Tekadon knows Mars pretty well, so yeah, that's a good idea. Um, Hush goes to see Mika he's he's just sitting he's sitting on like the kind of like uh railway
0: yeah it's the special Otra. window <clears throat> this is
1: this i don't think a special window i think this is by the uh by the hangar actually i could be wrong maybe maybe i maybe i didn't notice it but like mika's sitting he's like kind of sitting in silence, he's like like you know crouched up and hush goes up and atra's like uh i, I think after like oh can you uh you know give us a minute um and he looks at Otter. he's like something seems different about you
0: are you Grigante?
1: Are you, Ostrich? You, Usher, You're glowing.
0: <laughs> is that really what this? Is that really what this is hinting at? Because that was like, I was like, I think I wrote that down as a joke. It's like, oh, okay. He must be sent. He must his pregnancy sensors must be alight. But is that really what he's what that is?
1: Uh, all I can say is, what if we had sex in the cockpit of the ASW G08 Gundam Barbatos Lupus Rex? <laughs>
0: What if we had sights in the cockpit of the ASW 08 Mobile Suit Gundam Barbatos Rex, Lupus Rex?
1: Uh, to answer your question, yes, that is what happened. Otra <laughs> <laughs> <Utra>, Pergunta.
0: <laughs> oh, no! Otra uh, is Vidai! Otra <laughs> <laughs> <Utra> is <Dimeslee. laughs>
1: Can't believe Otra is Dort. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god, this entire time Atra was Calculator. Uh, oh this is so fucking stupid.
1: Yeah, so... The aftermath... The aftermath of that scene of, of Mika and Atra telling them each other they love each other was that. <laughs> Tremendous. Great job, this kids. Through the f- fucking nanomachine power of the Laia <laughs> We did it.
0: Gundam sense Naming her child Barbatos Lupus Rex after the bravest men she ever met. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my it, God.
1: Yeah, it's fucking funny. It's weird. It's, it's sad. These kids shouldn't be doing this, but, no, these you know.
0: Kids, th- I... It is sad, but again, I like. I, like I said last episode, I kind of like that. Like they view children as such a two dimensional, as such like a two dimensional thing.
1: Yeah, which, it's a very characterful way for them to view children. Yeah,
0: yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Like it's a very, it's a very childish misunderstanding of like what it's like to have a child, and like it makes sense. They are children.
1: Yeah, exactly. <sighs> yeah, it's a, <laughs> that, that that that's that's the scene. Ottra's pregnant now. It's great. Yeah, she's uh, she's Grigunte. She's. <laughs> She's Gengar. <laughs> she's Gengar. Uh, so next up, Gileo goes to visit Julieta in the Lazard Pit again. Uh, and, and she admits to him that, like, she would exchange her life for power compared to Barbatos. Like, she, she after fighting Mika, she's like, yeah, I'd fucking do it. I'd, I'd become non-human. Um, she, she now... Or, or, I'm sorry. She, sorry. She would have done that before she fought Mika. She would have exchanged her life for, like, power. But after... After like that fight, and after seeing what Gaia is going through, like she believes that she only wants to become stronger as a human. Yeah. While she's while she's in the goop pit. Yeah. While, so she's, in, while she, she's while she's in. while
0: she's in the glorp.
1: Wait, While while, while she's blorboing it. Yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> um. We, we get another scene a, a, of the body room. Uh, Orga and Eugene go to look at the bodies, and like Yamagi walks in, fucking yelling at Orga for acting like such a coward after the sacrifice. You
0: know. Yeah, now you're a coward fruit. after they all died. Fuck a you. Yeah. Fuck a you. Fuck a you, bastard. Fuck a you, bastard. <laughs> i love that fucking template post yes it's so um, good
1: he he runs off and like eugene goes to thank him for telling he for telling orga what eugene himself couldn't like he couldn't you know eugene wouldn't call him a coward but he's glad someone did um and we get this flashback of eugene and orga talking about how yamagi likes shino Shino's there too obviously um and Shino's like uh or maybe it was just eugene and shino why did i write orga there anyway uh, Shino's it's, like it's, it's
0: weird that uh, yeah okay sorry yeah it's just Eugene and Shino I think yeah
1: yeah I, yeah, I, um, I got confused with the workout um but but you know they're talking about how Yamigi like Shino and Shino's like it's kind of weird don't you think like we're all a family so it's kind of like family members liking each other um and Eugene's like that's what you have a problem with
0: <laughs> I do like that that his that his uh, his his protestation is oh we're kind of bros though and not like uh oh icky gay.
1: Yeah, no, like, because again, we get the idea, it really, I really do think it is ships passing in the night. The, the, way, that, like the, way,
0: the way that he refers to Shino is so sweet, like, a, he refers to him as, like, a curious boy who loves someone like me, it's such a... Yeah. That's such a wonderful and, like, tender little thing. Yeah, it's and, sweet. like,
1: Yamagi's, like, fucking crying his eyes out in the present after hearing that, and knowing yeah. that Shino, you liked him back, it's just fucking, God! It really gets you in the heart.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> um... D- things are not that great though. Yeah, we, we cut we cut to, to
0: Roostal R- R- and he's like, "Oh, <laughs> dogs at the AMS. Time they made their move. Run all you want, McGillis, right into my trap." It's m- yeah, I- he. <laughs> I am going to say he opens
1: up a fucking heart locket and it has like the Gallaher and Mars guy's <laughs>
0: photo in it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't remember that guy's fucking name because he doesn't. He doesn't matter. It, it does not matter. No, he
1: he's the guy in the red coat that uh that McGillis yeah. thinks is like presumably McGillis's man too, but like. Clearly, Rustle's man on the inside as well. Yeah.
0: Megillus, um, Ma- uh, or not Magillus, Um Orga and Mika are just, like, talking yes. in the bay, about, and Orga's like, oh, fuck, I, I, I lied, fuck, shit, I, didn't, I told them it was all the last battle, I lied, and Mika's like, well, if I was better at my job, I could've killed everyone. If I'd killed everyone, my words would've been true, but I couldn't do it at the end, and he crushes his granola bar. Um, And Orga has this realization of, like, oh, every one of them brought us here to make my words a reality, to support them, it was all you guys. Uh, the only thing I can yeah. do for you all is to never have doubts. And then he turns to Mika and is like, Give me all of you. And Mika says, I gave it all to you a long time ago, which is like a little bit like Mika turning to Barbatoes and be like, Give me more, give me all of you. Yeah. John Legend. John Legend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 just his reiteration of just like these these two guys need fucking constant reassurance that each, the other is like giving their all for them. Right, right. But it's, it's another nice scene of just like you know yeah, <laughs> Orga you may be a fucking terrible leader, but I'm still I still got your back, bro. Yeah, that's episodes.
0: That's episode. Well, yeah, well, not that's not episodes. Max, is it, did you did you not catch the post credit scene?
1: <clears throat> oh shit, was there? I I, yeah. I I don't know why I keep on forgetting to check because there was one like two weeks ago. Yeah, the
0: post credit scene is just McGill is trying to get into air in trying to get uh into Mars and. Uh, someone calls him and is like, ah, ah, ah you can't do that. Uh, you've lost your role. Former Brigadier General looking ass.
1: Yeah, fucking. You've been we, stripped of your badge. You're a loose cannon.
0: You, we, have, we, have, we have already taken your gun and your badge.
1: <laughs> boo, we hate you. Yeah, boo. Cringe, McGillis.
0: <laughs> uh, and he's owned. <clears throat> he's
1: owned. Pretty good. Yeah. Episodes. Episode. Uh, and that's the episode. Yes, it and is. And now, I got a fun little segment of beyond toon world here you're going to love this trust me beyond Tumato. this is I'm, i don't think i've done this person before um it's easy doing the dub voices because it's like i just control f in the ibo document because i haven't watched the dub of any other show right um we have lucian dodge uh who is the voice of one norbit chino
0: norbit chino
1: okay respect the fallen uh Born June 24th, 1984, in Ithaca, New York.
0: Oh, hello. Uh, That's like an hour yeah, from live. Uh, yeah,
1: New York. Uh, Lucian Dodge has done uh, quite many pretty badass banger roles, I must say. Uh, you're going to like a lot of these, I think. I'm excited. So, obviously, 2016 Norbit Shino, Gundamire, Loaded Orphans. Of course. Um, in, in, in the English dub, I guess, in, like, again, it's one of those things where, like, I don't think that the voice actor was, like, voicing the original run of the show, but... <sighs> the behindthevoiceactors.com my favorite website will like mark the show the year it originally aired not the year like that dub of the show came out um but in whatever dub of Gundam Seed he voiced a character called Sai Argyle Argyle That's just our, that's just our friend Argyle Funk
0: Argyle friend.
1: um in 2015's Gundam the Origin he voiced one character named Amuro Ray Oh I've heard
0: I've heard a couple of things about him
1: Yeah a <laughs> little guy uh it's really weird watching the origin because they gave Amuro blue eyes, even though he has brown eyes in the original run. It's, it's very, it's a kind of a, it's kind of a shock to the system, I must say. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1995, Sailor Moon, or whatever, the, I guess like the visit of Sailor Moon, he was Motoki Furuhata, who's only really notable just because he's like always like a background character. Um, in 2013's Fate Zero, okay. a character called Water Velvet.
0: Oh, Waver, Waver Velvet. Waver
1: Velvet. Yeah, I always make tucking typos because I do these at work.
0: Yeah, I I, um, I know I know Waver Belt Velvet. That's that is abs- I, I haven't finished Zero, but from what I remember, Waver was a real blorbo for me. Hell yeah. Oh I didn't um, I I I guess he like gets older at some point because I just googled him and there's like this fucking sick ass like like here, I'll show you what Waver looks like in Um I think this is like I think this is specifically one of his sprites from Fate, so like it looks a little bit janky. Ooh. So like that's what he looked like in in Fate Zero, originally, yeah,
1: that's a little, that's a little schoolboy. Yeah,
0: I think he's like, I think he's like twenty one or something. In that, age. He's just small. Um,
1: so like, the, yeah, the opposite of an and, and of
0: this, course. and this is what he looks, and this is what he looks like after some time He he's got like, like, oh shit, he's sexy he's now. He's like the fucking, yeah, he's like the fucking guy from Persona Three with the hat, yeah, and the scarf, yeah. Whose name I don't remember. Who died? He's he's also got um, uh, tight leather pants, badass. Yeah, he's he's they're calling him the White Pharaoh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> In 2012's Tiger and Bunny... Okay. Tiger and uh, Benui. Tiger and Benui. He voiced Ti- Kotetsu
0: T. Kaburaki. Tiger and Benoi is, Isn't is Kotetsu T- the main guy? I think so. Yeah.
1: It's one of those things where, like, I haven't watched it, but, like, it shows up enough in the list, and I'm like, I should include this for someone who knows. Um, in 2014's Bravely Default, he voices Dr. Victor, uh, who's just... He's a, he's a guy. You, you get a cool uh, fucking white mage job from him. He's Hell fun. Yeah. He's a little weird uh, partner. Uh, he voiced Chili... In Pokemon Black and White TV show, who's like one of the three waiter gym leaders? He's the oh, fire okay. one, the fire monkey. Um, 2016's Pokemon Generations. Uh, he voiced Silver, who's a uh, Giovanni's son.
0: Oh, the the red, the red hair rival. Yeah, rude rival. I
1: love him. Um, and another rude rival, 2013 Pokemon Origins. He voiced Blue.
0: Yeah. Um, Silver, like I when I when I started playing Soul Silver. <clears throat> Uh, a couple months ago, I, I for, I'd forgotten what silver looked like, and I like the first time I saw their their like trainer art, like not their like little top down sprite. The first time I saw the actual trainer, I was like, "Damn, your yeah. your rival's GNC as fuck." Yeah, I, I gave the I, I gave them a purposely gender ambiguous name. As uh-huh. a result, I don't remember what it was off the dome, but
1: Giovanni may be a fucking crime lord, but at least he supports his non binary child. Yeah, exactly. Gotta hand it to him. Um, 2014 video game of Smite. Okay. Sylvanus? I don't know. It, it's a, it's a, there's a character in Smite called Syl- Sylvain, Sylvanus. S-Y-L-V-A-N-U-S. Okay, Max,
0: when you say Sylvanus to me, that is- I know, I, I
1: said it and I realized.
0: Sylvanus, yeah.
1: So, Sylvanus. Sylvanus, uh, he Sylvanus. Voices- yeah, he, he voices the skin for Sylvanus, Dr. Venus. Dr. like Venus. this mad scientist looking motherfucker. Dr.
0: Venus Dr. Um, Dr. Venus.
1: Dr. Venus. Dr. Venus. Dr. Venus. <laughs> They're making monkey out of me. Uh, <laughs> In 2014's Guilty Gear XR oh, just, Sign, oh, they just they just made a Bob
0: Ross skin for that character.
1: Oh, that's that rules. Mm. Uh, 2014's Guilty Gear XR Sign voices seen Kisuke. Ooh, okay. Is that, is that like Kai's brother? Son, son,
0: I think. It might be his dad. I'm not sure. Should've, they both look called the same. They Kisuke. both look the same age, and one of them has one of them is the other person's father who has time traveled.
1: Ah, oh, outstanding. We got we got a fucking dad loop over here.
0: Let me let me Google this. Um, no, sorry. Sin yeah. is the son of Kai and Dizzy. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, 2014 Kai, Kai fucking dizzy is one of the funniest things of that entire canon to me. Like, <laughs> it's the same thing as like Mai Shiranui, the m- most breasting boobily woman in in fighting game, one of the most breasting boobly women in fighting game history. If you don't know who Mai Shiranui is, you certainly have seen a gif of her. She is like
1: Oh, I I I know. No, I'm no, aware
0: of, of you know, to, the, to the, I know you know who Mai is, but I'm talking like, you know, to the audience. She like she has a okay, fan. Yeah. She like sl- she like leans down. She has like this like really skimpy dress and just like swings back and forth and, you know, breast boobily is her idol animation. Yeah. Um, she is married to one... Um, uh, 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 fucking not Terry Bogard. Um, what's his brother's name? Uh, Andy, Andy Bogard, Andy. who is the most <laughs> sexless missionary motherfucker I've ever seen. In- <laughs> and it's God. so funny. It's it's the only reason their relationship works because, like, she is just breasting Boobly, like, fucking huge tits, like, pussy out everything. And he is just like, he just, like, gets on top of her, just does push ups until he's until they finish. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, in in 2014's Danganronpa. Okay. uh, he voiced Hifumi Yamada. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> That's Shino. Ugh,
0: all right. <clears throat>
1: yeah. The uh, range I cuz
0: I don't hate Shino.
1: Yeah. Uh 2019's Fire Emblem 3 Houses, he voices Felix. Okay. You didn't play 3 Houses, did you? I've I've played maybe an hour or two of it. Okay, yeah, F- Felix. Felix is like one of the top blorpos, I'd say. Okay, I mean it, it is a fire emblem game, so literally everyone's a blorbo. But like, I feel like Felix because he's like brooding and edgy. You know how it is. Yeah. Um, twenty eighteen's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure: Diamond is Unbreakable. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he voices one Toshikazu Hazamata he voices the fuck in a surface Surface,
0: yes oh god yeah you could you, should, you need to give me a second to pull that one out because i definitely had that one committed to memory
1: okay yeah i just love that he and koichi become besties later on it's
0: so funny that he also like loses three feet in height <laughs>
1: it's it's the shorter you are the nicer you are yeah exactly <laughs> uh damn 2022 that's i must be
0: i must be evil as hell
1: <laughs> evil they're calling her evil Taigi. they're
0: they calling me evil Taigi. <laughs>
1: uh i I, I, dra- I drank
0: i drank dark energon or whatever the fuck the jack <laughs> no. Was called. no. <laughs> listen i was kind of hoping it would turn me into a something whatever like what what the fuck daxter was but it just kind of made me evil and say fuck
1: yeah oh no <laughs> um 2022's odd taxi want to take a guess
0: oh my god okay an odd taxi definitely not Otokawa. that does not fit the line nope. um was he like the cat boy who did the gacha game gambling
1: not a cat boy
0: um was he the oh was he um the porcupine
1: no oh i uh,
0: was he the like the wolf the manager of the the idol group the fox guy no um was he what was he like the cops the the twin cop brothers doggies he was
1: he was eiji kakihana monkey
0: monkey oh that mother oh god that guy sucks Right. <laughs> yeah, it,
1: Lucy and Dodge voices some kind of
0: yeah. <laughs> characters. Ooh, ee, ooh.
1: Um, but hey, we're we're back at the good ones. Um, 2021's Monster Hunter Rise he voices Hojo, who's notable more for me because he's like the village elder who rides a funny a funny little giant tadpole frog. Uh huh. Um, in 2019's Demon Slayer, he voices Akaza, who is upper
0: third. Uh, okay. Okay.
1: Ha- have you seen all of Akaza, or have you seen all the Demon Slayer season one? Okay, um is the train's not in season 1, is it? Train is the movie, yeah. Did you did you see the train movie? No. Okay, all right. Uh he 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 like shows up in the train movie. He's he's fucking cool. He has like cool like stripes all over his body and like pink hair. He reminds me of Gara a little bit. Let me
0: see if this guy. Oh, yeah, this guy shows up like once or twice I think in the season proper just to, like just
1: to, just to be there and look evil. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't do anything until train. Uh he's fun though. Um 2021 Kuroko's Basketball. Uh I don't think this is a big one cuz I I I'm getting to um I'm getting to reading Kuroko eventually but sure. haven't gotten there yet
0: So okay, um, he, he's in Kuroko is um trying to think. Is he one of the is he what? Is he a general is he a miracle is he a generation of miracles boy?
1: I don't think no. Okay. Um No, he he, he he's he's like very not notable.
0: Uh, is he the guy who apologizes all the time? What's the what's the guy's I'm trying to remember the the I don't think so. No. He
1: he he he's 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 one of the Seirin boys.
0: Oh, um he's not a he's not a um he's not Shinji, is he? He's not Shinji. Ah, oh, no. damn it. kogane my son. No. <laughs> uh, Izuki, uh Junpei, Tepe, no. he's not Tepe, is he? He's not Tepe. <sighs> Who this is, is
1: he? A, like hit me. He's Ko- Koichi Kawahara. Kawahara? Yeah, I I, the, I can like see the whole Wikipedia oh this page, guy the, yeah
0: okay the a wiki is.
1: page in like one screen without scrolling so I know he's not that
0: yeah
1: <laughs> um here we go though uh 2018 Rezero starting life in another world um Shino let's
0: see, in Rezero starting is he in, is he in is he in is he in season one or just season two um, when was it did look. you say did you say 2015
1: I it's listed as 2018 here
0: okay so that would have been season. two. Two, I think. So that is leading me to guess this might be the voice of Garfield Tinzo? Not, no. no, no. Okay, okay. It's oh, it,
1: it, no, just kidding. He should have in episode one, apparently.
0: In, in season one. Uh, yeah. Is it Reinhardt? Episode one. No, Reinhardt's yeah. not in episode one. No, Reinhardt is in episode one. Um, is he the he's not the APA salesman. Mm-mm. <laughs> Who are the boys that show up in Razor? There's, there's old man Rom. There's Subaru, obviously, but that's Sean Chiplock. I know. No, he's not. He's not. Is that really Sean Shemmel? Sean Shiplock. Oh, I think it's Sean. I was like, "Fucking Goku!" What? No, 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 no. Okay. Shiplock. Um. Uh, Puck shows up, but I can't imagine him as Puck. No. Uh oh God. Who are the other boys that show up in Rezero Episode One? Because it's just like, is it a named character or is it just like like?
1: Yeah, no, it's a named character. It's one of the guys who like fucking roll up on Super. Oh, uh, one of the. Yeah,
0: up. yeah. It's fucking. It's 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 Twin Square minus one. <laughs> the roll up on him. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was fucking uh, it's fucking. It's <laughs> R- at sign. Ratchins Hoffman. Yeah, what? What? Or, or ch- I, later known as Chin. Hit, commonly hit, known as hit Chin. Hit me with the name again. Ratchins Rat, Hoffman. I don't know how the fuck to say this. It's this is not f- thing that, that translates easily to Japanese. Yeah,
0: it's at sign. It's Hoffman. It's, it's at sign. It's at sign it's from at Twin sign. Squared minus one.
1: That's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's cool hair though. Um, yeah, he's got. Right. He's got. He's got like
0: a tongue piercing. He's, yeah,
1: he's nice it with it. sick. Uh, here's one that I know you're gonna get for sure. Okay. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh,
0: in Jujutsu Kaising, is he is he Makamaru?
1: Not Mechamaru. Yeah, that'd be funny.
0: Uh, there's so many Jujutsu Kaising boys. You got
1: you got you got to think big, Sarah. Is it Toto? Not Toto. It's not Itadori. No.
0: It's not Fushiguro. No. I know it's not uh, Inumaki. Mm-mm. Is it Panda?
1: Not Panda. You're you're you're, you're thinking. You are thinking of the wrong affiliation.
0: Oh, is is he Jogo?
1: He's not no, he's not Oh, that'd be funny if he was Jogo. He's not Jogo.
0: Ghetto? Mahito? Is it It's not Mahito. Is it It's Mahito. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> Norbitchino's Mahito. That's <laughs> my fucking boy. <laughs> Fuck, I got to watch the scene of him getting the shit beaten out of him and see how Mah- see how New- see how Norbitchino does that. Yeah, t-
1: who who did it better when Mahi Mon- when Nana fucking beat Mahito's or and Shino got fucking dines leaf to
0: death. <laughs>
1: <sighs> it's good, loosen dodge. Good work. Yeah, thank you. Um, and Sarah, I, I, it's your turn. I gotta ask. I gotta ask. It's that time. That time of the fucking day. Yeah. What's the What's the robot of the week?
0: The robot of the week is going to be slightly delayed because I thought I had one, and then I realized I'm pretty sure I've done this <laughs> one before. Um, I'm, I've done The Terminator, right? I've definitely made The Terminator my, my robot of the week before. I really don't think so, no. No? Oh, shit, my robot of the week is gonna be The Terminator, then. The T-1000, baby.
1: Like, T-T-1000? Yeah. Yeah,
0: the Arnold one. Arnold. Yeah, he's fucking, he's he's nice with it. On the Blu-ray, you can see his dick in the first movie. That's true. Um, or the second one, I, you can see his dick on the Blu-ray in one of them. I can't remember which one of those. You know,
1: Arnold was the T-800?
0: Yeah, I think that sounds right. That sounds
1: right. Yeah, the 1,000 was the liquid metal cop. Arnold was the T-800. I
0: thought that was the T-2000 or something. Uh, it's been a while. I, I, oh, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Robert Patrick. He gives a f- <clears throat> Robert 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 Patrickson.
1: Yeah, T-800, good shit. Terminator. Yeah. been been a while. Yeah. I like, thought of Terminator. Good. Terminator, see, here's the thing. Terminator is one of the series that understands the only way to make a skeleton cooler is by either making it metal or giving it glowing eyes, and they did both.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's just
1: like, what's the point of fighting a regular skeleton if, if they're not like badass like that? Unless, unless there's a, a xylophone noise when you take it down. Yes, absolutely. And Arnold, Arnold would not do this. No, he would not. <laughs> he should, though. It, it sound like metal pipes banging together instead.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the it's that one video of like the person like the one stop motion video like the person with like those those hollow tubes like banging out e1 m1 like just the (laughs) (laughs) that's what what arnold sounds like
1: exactly Uh, uh, good shit, good pick. Uh, yeah. that'll that'll do it for us though. Uh, plugs time, Sarah. Yeah,
0: you can find me on Twitter at SunhatGenya, s u n h a t z h e n y a ford ford re zero just put out a new episode. That's the re zero podcast that I do with my girlfriend and my friend and former host of the show Morg. Uh, yeah, we put out a new episode. We just recorded another one, which should be out in about a week as of, at time of publishing. Uh. Uh, all my other shows are in my bio on Twitter, at S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. I think that's all my shit. So, yeah, check me out. Okay, yeah.
1: Uh, and I'm Max. You can go to Twitter at MaxiBajillion to follow me. You can listen to Pod of Greed, which is my Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. We're getting near the end of season, uh, three of GX. If, if schedule goes to plan, 2023 will be the year we start 5Ds. Like, our first episode will be first episode of 2023. My so, God. look forward to Yu-Gi-Oh! on bikes in the post-apocalypse. Um... And also, you can listen to Slappers Only, a video game music show and podcast that we do about video game music. It's a good ass time. Hell yeah! Um, we love and Slappers. Thank only. you to Noise. We love Slappers here. Thank you to NoiseSpace.xyz for hosting all of our shows. There's a lot of fucking good stuff there. Yeah, it's podcasting forever. Exactly. Um, exactly. And lest I forget, because we always have that catchphrase. Yes. Uh, in the words of uh, Norbit Shino, <laughs> war is bad. But wow, cool robot Yeah. See you next week for the fucking the end of the show, not the end of the podcast. Iron Blooded Orphans
0: finale. Finale. Well, I mean, finale of the show, but not finale of the this of my run on the show. Yeah, it's
1: very confusing to talk about it because I always have to like make the make the add the asterisk in there. But two more weeks till we finish this damn thing. Yeah, I got to remember to open the mailbag when we record next week.
0: Yeah, for sure. People have off questions for us. I can't wait Um, to answer them.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh. Bye. Bye.